Hello and welcome to another episode of Talkin' TV. I'm Mike Stein and today I have a special guest with me, Mr. Jeff. Hey, how's it going everybody? Today we're going to be talking about Silicon Valley, just wrapped up season 5. We're just going to do some things that we liked about the season. We've got a uh, favorite character, favorite moment, and some predictions for the final season next year. And spoilers. Oh yeah, spoilers. Yeah. We need to put a spoiler alert on this yeah, episode. Yeah. If you haven't seen Silicon Valley season 5 all the way through. So let's start with just some general discussion topics on Silicon Valley. Let's start with the TJ Miller absence in this season. Big, big loss here as Ehrlich was one of my favorite characters for Same. sure. Same. I, uh, I was a little worried it would be worse without him, but I think they managed okay. Yeah, they did a good job of kind of spreading the comedy out from... Because I mean, Ehrlich was definitely always... He wasn't moving the plot forward. It was no. always comic relief. Yeah. They did a good job of pushing some of that on the middle, on the Richard. A lot yeah, of it to Jared. A lot of it to Jared, which is what I expected them to do. Yeah. Because, good. Yeah, I mean, and Jared, Jared crushed it this season. We'll get to that later. We'll have a shout-out for best character and spoilers, but Jared's definitely in the run in there, obviously. I think everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, but... The TJ Miller thing was just a kind of a letdown, you know. Just the whole story's crazy with. Yeah, and I, this was the back in season four. I would say the biggest problem I had with him leaving was the fact that like he didn't go out with a bang at all. <laughs> no, not at all. They, I was really hoping they'd give him more of a grander exit, but. How would you have felt if he just burned alive in the Palapa? <laughs> that would have been fine. I guess they kind of did that with him just going to an opium den. They did, but, like, since he made such a big deal about saying, like, he doesn't want to ever come back for even the last episode or anything, like, they should have killed him off, and then people wouldn't be disappointed about him not coming back. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it just felt like they kind of left it hanging. Yeah. There wasn't closure, I guess. Like, in-universe, they left it hanging with nut, but, like, in the real world, he's saying, like, I'm definitely never going to... That's what's... Yeah, I mean, can we talk about that that story, though, the craziness with the... So just a quick recap. So he's on a train. Well, well, first off, in case you guys haven't heard, he's been arrested for calling in a fake bomb threat on a train. Yeah, so I think what happened was... So he was on the train drinking, and I think he's a pretty... uh, uh, Heavy drinker. The... The train he was... They said that, like, they had... Before they even knew about the bomb thing, that they had to drop him off early because he was trashed. Yeah. And harassing people. Exactly, yeah. So, continuing the harassment. While he's on the train, he's harassing a girl. I think a couple rows up is what the story yeah, is. Yeah, he's said. hitting on a girl. She's not taking it. And he's married. Oh, unless fuck, I'm mistaken. Right. I so, forgot all about that. Which adds a whole uh, other layer to it, yeah. I forgot he's married. Um, I think I could be wrong about this. I think I it was some, I think like the girl was like up in first class and he was like coming up from like the back of the bus and kept like coming in there to hit on her. So and you know what? Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was just being T.J. Miller and thought he was being funny. But it could be. 
I don't know. But so apparently, so he's doing this. He gets angry at the woman because he's she's either not laughing at his jokes or accepting his advances. Goes back to his seat, calls in a bomb threat, <laughs> attributing it to this girl. Yeah, so she's got a bomb in her purse. But because he's <laughs> drunk off his ass, he got he gets the train wrong. A different tra- the train. He, oh yeah. Yeah. So a different train gets stopped, searched. Later, they realize, oh, it was just goddamn T.J. Yeah. Miller. They stop his train and yank him off before he even gets to his destination. Crazy. But can we really be surprised at this point, though? No. I. <laughs> you watched the stand-up, his stand-up, right? Yeah, it was... Crazy guy, I think. Yeah. He's bad. And I don't know if you remember, but like a couple years ago, he got arrested for slapping an Uber driver. He, was pr- he had to be fucked up. Yeah, 100%. Sure. I think that's a trend in his life, unfortunately. Yeah, agreed. Although, to be fair, I did read something a couple, either a year ago or something, where he has some kind of chemical imbalance. So, I mean... That's unsurprising. You can't control it all, but still. No, but... You can't be calling bomb threats in on a train. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> on the wrong train. Your Your mental illness can't take the blame for that one no 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 no. that's but, that one's on you tj yeah that's if not you're gonna listening. hold up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'd be surprised he's part of the 14 listeners I, he's the kind of guy i could see googling and trying to find any obscure things talking about him yeah that's true i wouldn't be surprised if he's God, that'd be hard do you think you'd google yourself all the time if you were like some kind of famous I bet most of them don't, but like some, I could see T.J. Miller doing it. Yeah, T.J. Miller's that type of dude. Yeah. It would be hard not to, wouldn't it? I mean, you'd, you'd go <laughs> crazy, I guess, if you did it like every day. Yeah. I bet he does it more so than like other celebrities, though. Let's start our recap with just our general impressions of this last season of Silicon Valley. What'd you think, Jeffers? I thought it was pretty good, especially with Ehrlich being on. I didn't notice as much as I thought I would. Completely agreed. I was expecting a major downturn here. I thought jumping the shark this season for sure, but I didn't think it happened. No, they kept the quality just as good as it's been. I, I thought I was very the first. I was worried after the first episode. I didn't think the first episode was that strong. Uh, yeah, once you second episode there, you're feeling fine about it. That was a great app, yeah. Yeah. They got going after that, and it was consistent all the way through that. It was. Compared to other seasons, what do you think? Would this be one of the better ones or the worst um, ones, what do you think? I still think season th- two and three are probably my favorite. You're probably not going to be able to beat those at this no. point. That's any TV, though, usually. I would say this one's probably right in the middle of the five we've had so far. Yeah, and that's just where we're at in the... I mean, that's better than it being the worst that's at this true. point, you know? Yeah. Most TV shows, seasons two through four, are usually the prime, and then it either goes way downhill yeah. or slight decline. Yeah. So that's about on track. That's good. I, I was really... I thought it was really refreshing to have it end on a victory for them. Completely agreed. It's Which, I guess they kind of did that in season four, too, but it felt for real this time. Yeah, and I'm glad, too, in this season, we got to actually see them, like, take the next step and move into, like, some big offices. They actually have employees now. They have employees, whereas in the past, it was really, like, they get a little bit, they get thrown back. They get a little bit, they throw them back. 
It finally felt like they finally took five steps forward and did not take That's ten true. steps back. Up until this season, the formula seemed to basically kind of be like, they'd figure something out, they'd take a bunch of steps forward, they'd make a bunch of progress, and then they'd have to, like, give it all up to deal with some shit and some crazy Guilfoyle plan that they have to, like, risk all the stuff they just got for, and then they'd get back down. Right, it was like a forced sacrifice or something to put them back so they could work up to that sacrifice again in the next season or something. Yeah, I agree. But they finally moved past that, I think. Yeah, I think he was out. I mean, you can only write that same That's true. roller coaster type thing so many times. Okay, after that, let's. Uh, awards? Yeah, we'll move on to the awards segment of our presentation. Mini awards ceremony. Yeah, so let's start with our best character of the season. Um, just a few shout-outs before we get to the yeah. our very best that we think. But we had a long chat about this before we started recording. Yeah, just we, to keep this episode from being three hours long. So. Right, yeah. And this one seemed kind of tough, honestly, to put a list together, because we thought there was one clear winner. We yeah, had agreed. we had a tough time picking out, like, a two, three, yeah. four, honestly. But, but one of those that didn't win would have been uh, Jin Yang. Jin Yang. He had a bigger presence this season, for sure. I felt like he carried a lot of the early episodes. Yeah, he did. It felt like they weren't exactly sure how they were going to deal with the er- the Ehrlich thing. Yeah, he came in handy for that. And for it was sure. honestly kind of like uh it was kind of like a were like awake for Ehrlich like yeah. In the show like to tell everybody, "All right, Ehrlich's gone, we're moving on." Is you either that or a fuck you to TJ Miller. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I had heard I had heard like they wanted him to just have like a diminished presence in the first few episodes. Really? Like, where he's not part of the Pied Piper main plot, he's just, like, doing stuff with Jin Yang, but he turned it down. I just can't see him doing that, yeah. No. Maybe this is them then flipping him off, saying, F you, we're gonna spread your ashes, like... Maybe. I mean, they could be. I mean, maybe it's just them using Jin Yang, but they're... I mean, some of the things he said, I mean, it was pretty harsh. It was. And if you're T.J. Miller watching it, you could take it as them talking about. You could, but I think, uh, J- I forget that actor's name who plays Jin Yang, but I think that was like the one guy T.J. Miller really like still always got along with. Oh, okay. Liked I that. that makes with. sense. That's what I heard, that he loved working with that guy, and that was like the one thing he said that made it hard to leave. Great. Some of the stuff like that behind the scenes always fascinates me, because that'll yeah. affect how they write, like, they'll put them two together, though. Yeah. I always thought that's interesting. So another one of our yeah. characters that didn't win was Lori, who I mm-hmm. personally also thought had a very strong season. She did. She's not a character you ever want to like or no. root for, but she did a great job at what she does. She was consistent. Yeah. She always. She's never going to be, be the highest high in an episode, but she's never going to be the lowest low in an episode. No. She was great at moving the plot along, too. Yeah, and and she's gonna be great as the villain, I think. That's true. She's got the like the cadence. She's the big money now. Yeah, she's a. The scene where she puked was pretty funny too. That was really funny. (laughs) That was good. There, she was good. I'm just trying to think of like some of the best moments she had. She ah, she didn't have any particular moments. I I could think. Oh, the one where she's talking about doing shrooms with. That was funny. Yeah, that was That funny. was a good one. Uh, other than that, no particular, but like, 
she caused a lot of good plot twists, I thought. Yeah, you know what? Opposite of, um, like, the T.J. Miller, how we were talking, how he didn't really push the plot forward. That, She's kind of the opposite, true. where she, she, she really the pushes plot, it. Yeah. But you're never really, like, watching it to see what she does. Right, right, right. She's kind they of are a, very opposite characters, I yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a constant force. Yeah, I'm glad she was. She was kind of the reason that finally drove Monica to finally actually join up with the boys instead of just giving them advice to the side. Yeah, I like that too. I think she's gonna be a good addition. I think they I'm need a little female blood in yeah. the Pied Piper. I think it's good. I'm glad she's officially on the team. I really hope we don't get any Me Too stuff out of this show either. No, I don't think we have to worry about that though. Especially with T.J. Miller gone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for our best character, this was pretty clear, I think, to both of us. Yeah, no one's going to be surprised to hear this. It's an easy one. It's Jared. Yeah. I think everybody knows this. Gotta give it up for Jared. Um, some shout-outs. Any specific moments that pop out to you, though? You know, Jared's always been great at... He'll always, like, one of those things where, like, you'll miss it if you're not paying attention, where he just gives you little bits of his mysterious past, and those are hilarious. I I love those. Sometimes it did feel like there's more of those this season, where it felt like you were getting one an episode, for sure. And I think that was from the T.J. Miller thing. It didn't seem like too much, though. I agree, but, I don't know, maybe that's just because I love it, but I agree, I could go for 30 minutes of Jared weird <laughs> one-liners. When he just talks about how he used to forage for mushrooms yeah. with his old friends. I used to go foraging for mushrooms with my friend Muriel there before she passed away. That was great. He... That was great. Obviously the, do you want to die today, motherfucker? Will you shut the fuck up? How would you like to die today, motherfucker? No, it's not a real death threat, sir. I, I think that's got to be best line of the season. Agreed. And best, I mean, that's one of the better lines of the series, honestly. It is. That and another Jared line in back in season three when he... Hey, Dinesh, nice chain. Do you choke your mother with it when you put your penis in her butt? What the fuck? Just off, right now off the top of the head, which one would you take after the, like, which one would you, uh, if you had to choose? I mean, Okay, I would say just as a line, a Jared line in and of itself, the, the one this season, do you want to die today, motherfucker? But mm-hmm. the, the thing that I think made the choking your mother the best line of the show was just also richard's reaction to it completely agree when he just yeah. rips around and just trips and immediately spills all their mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't think we get the are you gonna die to, do you want to die today motherfucker without the the chain line in season three i think one leads to the other i think yeah I mean, it's been building as it goes yeah jared for who, like every once in a while he'll just have these little bursts of like where he's, you just know he's ready to go off on someone. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his eyes. He's such a great actor. You can see it in his eyes. It's like, especially when he's breaking down the intern, he just gets that like psychopathic look in his eyes. Like He's going to kill this dude if he doesn't make Richard's sandwich. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Did you ask Richard to tell me that he liked the sandwich that you made for him? I love that. That was one of my favorite chair moments. Did he tell you to say that? So yeah, Jared. I, Jared had the best performance this season. Yeah, I agree. Best character going. Sure. He might be best character on TV right now. What do you think about that? Like Ooh, a hot take? um, comedic at least. Of all the, definitely out of all the comedies I'm paying attention to that are currently going on, yeah, I would say so. I would agree with that. With all the extra in front of that, yeah. as well with the disclaimers. 
Let's move on to best plot of the season. Yeah. So we've got a couple here. I don't think we actually have one picked out yet, so we can kind of discover that as we go. A couple nominees. I'm just going to throw one out there first is the gay Christian (laughs) dating app where Richard outs him as being Christian to the Silicon Valley community. (laughs) And then once he's decides he's okay with being Christian, Richard goes right back around and tries to put him back in the closet. <laughs> Which is another thing we'll touch on more later, but that's one of the few... We're getting more dick moves out of Richard now. We are getting a lot of dick moves out of Richard now. I just... I thought this was a really good play on the... on the like In the closet, on the gay it, type, yeah. the stereotype. It's just such a good flip on it, where it's so close to still being about... Him being gay, but yeah. instead it's just a, it's the Christian part. I just thought that was such a great flip on that. It was great. And uh, we're going to love that part, too, because that, that dude was in Wet Hot. Yeah, we got to give a shout-out. Uh, A.D. Miles. Yeah, he's and he's we've loved him since we saw him, I think, in Wet Hot first. With yeah. The Wet Hot American Summer, probably Back the movie. Back in 2001. Right, he reprised that role in, in the yeah. Netflix special. He was fantastic. Yeah. I don't even know what normal is anymore, Richard been such a crazy 24 hours, you know? Gossip travels so fast in the valley. I'll be lucky if my parents ever talk to me again. Your parents aren't Christian. I'm from Palo Alto. My dad says my lifestyle makes him sick. He just wants his gay son back. Uh, Another plot we thought that was really great was the... the the robot, the AI. Oh, yeah, yeah. The creator who would be creepy, creepily touching the... Was it Fiona? I think so. Fiona robot. It was that was a good. That guy did a great job of playing a creepy dude. He was really sure. He Um, had the look down too. He did. He was sweaty. He had the hair going. I just love how like it's Richard not even on purpose like convinces the AI that it's weird for this dude to be doing stuff to her. I loved when he left the room and it was just Richard and Oh, the and robot. everybody else. Uh, well, oh, it was just robot. him and the robot yeah. together and he was so awkward and yeah. it was just a robot <laughs> and he tries to walk behind it and it like starts it cranking its head over and it can't get it past. <laughs> I loved at the end when he leaves it's just Richard and the rest of the Octopipers and they're all like Definitely fucks that robot, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Another shout-out for that that I loved was when, again, when Richard was just with a robot, and they opened up the blinds from the outside to, like, say, like, hey, you better not be uh, doing anything creepy with that robot. Yeah. (laughs) This was just a good uh, plot, just because we didn't see enough of this guy this season, but Big Head getting them the house back just because it turned out he signed the wrong paper. Oh, no way. It's the paperwork. Guess I must have sent the menu. Just classic Big Head shit. Classic Big Head. He had a great line. Fiona, what's 12 times 157? 12 times 157 is 1,884. <sighs> so cool. Is she right? Hey, Siri, what's 12 times 157? It's 1,884. Oh, no way! It was, I love that they got the, the tiki head back that they lost in the bottom of the bay from season three. <laughs> That was funny. And someone asked him... I mean, how would you feel if one of your neighbors got a tiki head bigger than yours? Oh, well, when we bought it, we made sure it was the biggest one they made, so... I don't know, I thought it was kind of that, like, Big Head had such a small presence, and, like, he's barely important at all, but he does, like, one of the biggest things, which is saving them from being homeless. (laughs) 
Yeah, I felt, and, I, and you know what? It kind of felt like we hadn't seen him in a while, so he had to, and I knew we were going to see him because he was in the trailer, I feel yeah. like. I knew he was coming in at some point, and it, that was a good way to bring him in to save the day. Yeah. All right, so if you got to pick, what are you picking out of these three for your favorite one of the season? Uh, what are you, the creepy robot guy? I think I agree with that. Really? I mean, that was... It was just, it was so funny, and you they, could kind of see it coming when Richard was alone and with her, yeah. and, and Jared being, connecting with her, <laughs> or it, I guess. But sounds like we're going to give best plot to the creepy yeah. Fiona robot. Yeah, I think so. Shout out to the creepy actor yeah, who played uh, that very well with the disheveled hair, sweating, and everything. Yeah, good. He was a great. You see, Ariel was so desperate to shut Fiona up and keep her for himself. He turned all his servers against our network to try to bring it down. Didn't you? Didn't you, you perverse, greasy little freak? I made her. I can do anything I want with her. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Ew. Oh, gross. That will take us to the best moments of the season it could either be a joke or it could be a joke or uh could be anything really we because i think we agree we know what the winner is yeah i think this is a clear winner again i think everybody will agree with this one so we'll start with what does it say kiss my piss kiss my piss kiss my piss Richard, please stop the movement. I find it annoying. I think that'll be coming back next season. Yeah, it's got... I think Kiss My Piss is gonna have a similar sort of run as This Guy Fucks did. I think it's a t-shirt. I think it's gonna be a t-shirt. that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, just the fact that he finally, like, got to really defeat Gavin at something for real this time. Yeah, that did feel good, like... That was very cathartic. And I actually didn't see it coming because it looks like he's going to, like, give everything to him just to avoid having it destroyed. And, like, I thought that's what they were going to do. Yeah. Because, like, that's something that season two Richard would actually do. Yeah, so we finally, yeah. we, we saw some growth here. That was nice to see. Yeah. That, that's that's kind of what this season was. Like, they were, yeah. they were growing, like, they grew out of Ehrlich, they were growing as a company. I like that. Like... Season four, Richard had some dick moves at the end, but he was being a dick to his guys, and right. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But this this was the first time Richard was a dick, and I loved it. Anything else on Kiss uh, My Piss? We had Kiss My Piss a couple of times. Dance was good. That was, that was yeah. funny. That was all Thomas Middleditch, I think. That's, oh, it was. I mean, you can't really write out that kind of no. specific dance choreography, I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> Another moment of the season we thought deserved a shout-out was... Gilfoyle and his Bitcoin tracker. Whenever the price of Bitcoin dips below a certain value, it's no longer efficient to mine. When it comes back up, it is. So I need to know when it breaks that threshold so that I can remotely toggle my rig at home. Okay. Any idea how often that might happen? Bitcoin is very volatile, so... (laughs) This is so loud. A lot. Good. All right, well... Maybe turn it down or something. It's been a while since we've got an, a time where it looks like they're fucked over and then Gilfoyle comes up with some real fringy Gilfoyle shit to get them out of it and they're just kind of forced to listen to him. Agreed. Because we didn't, we didn't have that last season, did we? 
Last season, Not he was mainly purpose. fucking with Jin Yang yeah. in the fridges. Which it turns out he accidentally saved him in the end. This felt more like what he did when he built his own server farm back in season two, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this was more a direct effort to save. It's. I mean, that's something. Yeah, you'll see that occasionally throughout the show, and it it's usually pr- works pretty good when, like, the team is just kind of forced to put all their eggs in Guilfoyle's basket. I think it's believable, though. I mean, they've yeah. always built Gil From the very beginning, Guilfoyle, I think, has been the strongest... Well, I don't know. It's either power-ranking-wise, like, coding ability, I would just He's at the put, top. You'd, we'd, you would put Whoa, him over Richard? Richard? Yeah, I guess I know. Richard. I don't know. I think that's tough. And it always... It didn't always seem like they were... Like, Guilfoyle, at least, was bitter that... It, yeah, Richard was running the company. That he couldn't figure out Richard's. Mm-hmm. And Do Richard f- will have those moments where he'll just lock himself in a right multiple times we have moments where Richard just locks himself in a room yeah. and just cranks something out that That no one else can do. Yeah. I, uh, I only know a little bit about coding. Mm-hmm. Most of what they talk about in this show goes over my head, but it seems like Gilfoyle knows what the fuck he's doing. And I, I think, think he's I- more consistent. Whereas yeah. Richard will spend, like, months just being stuck, and mm-hmm. then, like, he'll do an all-nighter and, like, make up something no one else could have done. Right. And I guess at this point, Richard's not even coding, probably. I mean, he's kind it doesn't of, seem he's like running it. the company, and it seems like Guilfoy's probably top uh, yeah. engineer, I guess is what you call it. At this point in the show, he's... Here's a question, then. Kind of a tangent. Who would you call the MVP, like, who would you put most valuable in the Pied Piper team right now? Not, like, comedy-wise, but, like, Uh, in-universe. In-universe for their actual business. Yeah. This is gonna be, this might be a hot take, but I feel like it might be Monica. Wow. Not what I was thinking at all, yeah. (laughs) I mean, she kind of came in right at the end and saved them. She was on that before Guilfoyle was, right? She's the one that, like, drew his attention to it, wasn't it? Yeah, because Guilfoy was drinking his really expensive whiskey. That had, <laughs> That's you know. true. Yeah, and she's always been the glue between them and Lori, for sure, with That's the money. That's true. Until Not now. Except now, yeah. Uh, no, I'm glad. I think, uh... That's good for that they made that Monica have to choose which side to take. Yeah, that was a good character. Yeah. Another growth moment from a character for sure. there. I didn't. I didn't. I thought maybe one of my predictions was that she, that she was going to move into Lori's role, like before. That's what I would have said before the season two, but I'm glad it's going the other way. Me too. Definitely subvert expectations there. The Guilfoyle Bitcoin thing is there was a weird charge moment between those two. There was, yeah. Bringing it back to what we were Which began is talking about. The absolute probably last pairing I ever would have guessed. Never would have guessed. I I kind of liked it. I thought it kind of yeah. worked. It did, yeah. But I don't know, do you think it was a romantic type thing? Because it, it felt like a... It felt like that, but then like he kind of backpedaled. But yeah, it's also, kind of it also seemed like I wouldn't be too surprised if in the next season it turns out something happens. I would be cool if they were just buddies. Like, if they That'd just be became... Because Gilf- I mean, Guilfoy doesn't really buddy-buddy around with anybody. Like, That's Dinesh, true. but usually it's just like they're fucking with yeah. each other. That'd be cool. Like, yeah. we haven't seen that side of Guilfoy yet. That's true. Even if they don't end up hooking up. It was interesting to see Guilfoyle admit that like he liked her. Yeah, it was a nice moment. Yeah. Even if it's just in a friendly yeah. type of way. He hasn't said that to any of the This is the first time we've guys. seen him respect somebody. Yeah. It is. <laughs> That's it really a big is. moment for yeah. him. Yeah. Growth again. 
a yeah. theme, I guess, of this season we're discovering. And then best moment of the season, I think we said it was pretty obvious, but... Uh... <laughs> you shut the fuck up! How would you like to die today, motherfucker? No, it's not a real death threat, sir. This was... Classic Jared. I think this is the biggest laugh of the season, for me personally, at least. Jer yeah, and I'm glad uh, they didn't try to have Jared take over what Ehrlich's role was. I was a little afraid they'd do that, but they're very different kind of care For me, I feel like Ehrlich is consistently... Like a seven out of ten, funny. Like every yeah. time he's on screen, he's saying something that's gonna get a chuckle out of you. Yeah, Jared, it's just in small bursts mm -hmm. every now and then. But when he does, I home I run. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And I completely agree with the Ehrlich thing, where they could have exploited Jared for sure and just yeah. went off on him. Like, I'm just glad he did. Crazy one-liners about how his parents were crazy or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. They could have just forced. Like, I think they had a good amount. Yeah. They definitely yeah. had more this season, but I think... And that's fine. They natural. needed to have a little more. I think everybody wanted more Jared after the last yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. Excited? Are you excited for the next season? Final season? Yeah. They still... I mean, they haven't jumped the shark yet. Are you disappointed it's the last season, or do you think it's good? I think it'll be okay. I just hope it's not only eight episodes again. I'm, I'm not happy it's ending, but I don't want it to see it decline and then end. I just want to, like, yeah. I want to see it go out on a good note. I think it can. So that if we go back and watch it in the future, like, it's a good, That's true. full-rounded, well-rounded story to watch. So, going into that, you want to talk some predictions? Yeah, Theories definitely. for this last season? So when I was thinking about while we were talking about the Richard and Gavin similarities, I think we're going to see a scene where Richard destroys the 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 house in a similar manner to how Gavin destroys his house whenever he's upset. Oh, that'd be fun. Just throwing that out there. That could be good. I think Gavin in general is going to have to out of the picture like as an antagonist at this point what else can he do he'll it'd be kind of cool actually if he did something to help him as his final thing could what if could you see him some they somehow turning him into the good guy and making richard the bad guy i don't know about that but i do think it'd be really cool if they ended up uniting against Lori and the asian dude i could see that coming together Maybe Richard realizing that he doesn't want to be Gavin and yeah. something like that, and they yeah like, yeah I, th I think I do think Lori's gonna be the the villain though yeah and in a sense like if I were Richard I'd be more I'd have more reason to go after her than Gavin because like Gavin's been there different company like you're expecting of course he's gonna go get it. but like Lori was fucking them over back when she was supposed to be like had their well-being in her hands that's true and she turned really quickly in this last yeah. season like that wasn't even like that was right away she's like all right well i guess I'm done with richard yeah go overseas or whatever there's no way we see any ehrlich right no i mean tj miller seems really opposed to doing it Okay. You don't even think like for maybe uh, thirty seconds in the last episode or something. I mean, I a I'd voicemail like or something maybe. I haven't given up hope. 
even though he said that. Because TJ Miller's just such a crazy guy, I could see him changing his mind. Me too, yeah. I mean, especially if it's ending, I mean, get everyone together. I just miss him. I would like one more. He says he's not going to do it, but it would mean the world to me if he did. Yeah, (laughs) same, same, same. That will do it for another episode of Talkin' TV. Thank you for listening, and as always, please leave some feedback so I know what to do better next time. Next episode, Jeffers will be back. We'll be talking about some of our favorite shows that we feel don't get enough recognition. Once again, thanks for listening. See you next time.